Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world bringing you hidden truths about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready to free your mind. Everybody, welcome to Mind Shock, Dr. Ron Dalrymple. The show will take you to the outer limits of your mind and to the inner limits, the true final frontier. Our theme for this show is evolution of the supermind. I began working at NASA at 17 years old. I've told this story before where we put people in space. At least we were trying to back then. It was really quite a job. In fact, then we called space the final frontier. But at 19 years old, at NASA, I discovered a whole new theory. And we think of the mind as an energy field that transcends the physical brain. And the true final frontier is inner space, the exploration of the true powers of mind, still largely unknown. So our mission is to take you to the true outer limits of inner space. Think about that, the outer limits of inner space. There's a revolution sweeping the globe about who we are and what we are doing here. A mind revolution that is changing everything. Whole new theories of mind that turn old science on its head. Old science is three-dimensional and limited to the physical senses. We're developing new models of science that consider N dimensions as letter N, as a mathematical term, as N approaches infinity. Today we have a great guest. He's an old friend. He's back again for a second time, Dr. Rod Fuentes, with his new book. He also has his own show now on Health Life Net, I'm very happy to say. The new book's called Spiritual Dad and Material Dad. Rod, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Thanks, Mr. Ron. Very happy very that you have me here in your show. Well, we're, we're very happy to have you back. I'm glad you're doing so well on your new show. It's really exciting. I really enjoy reading your new book. Please tell us about that, how all that started, how the whole thing started <clears throat> for you. Yeah. Uh, you know that all started when I I could see that um, during my uh, childhood I had the influence of two different dads. I called them dad because uh, when somebody teaches you uh, uh, um, things so important as uh, was my spiritual dad that I called him, uh, it's uh, probably the name dad. And but I had a problem because uh, I had two dads, and one of them is like a you know Robert Kiyosaki speak about this thing, the same thing that he had two dads, and one had a very a mindset for making money, and the other wasn't. Uh, in my case, uh, one of these dads had the you know a mindset for spirituality. He was the keeper of the codes of the Andes, which now I call eight codes of life. And so his vision was completely different, and I was exposed 
to these two uh, influences of two main figures in my childhood uh, since uh, uh, from the, the age I was uh, 12 years uh, old. And sometimes it was a little, you know, hard for me. But uh, lately I understood that having this uh, influence of these two different dads uh, opened my mind in a way that I, I could never have opened you know, because I had to analyze, analyze uh, very deeply who was wrong, who was right. And in this uh, book uh, that I wrote, uh, I make a lot of comparisons, comparisons between these two uh, mindsets and the whole difference they they give you when you um, live under one of these and or the other. You know, my my spiritual dad gave me. A vision that is uh, the vision that a very advanced civilization in the past, uh, probably 25,000 years ago, uh, had very advanced civilization that were condensed in these eight codes of life. And the other one gave me the, the normal uh, current uh, Western vision, full of pain, scarcity, struggle, you know, uh, you know all the things that we as Westerners used to have when when we when we live with a father. My my my, my uh, physical dad was uh, very strict with my with me with my kid, my my brothers. So he had a, a man of fight and a struggle, and he beat uh, his way out through life. So, but when I lived in uh, if I had only had that vision, I had lived as any other Westerner. Uh, you know, and the results we are having now in our society and the world is not the best. It's not the best. And I, in this book, I go, I go com, uh, comparing these two mindsets, so different. And through history, you can see that uh, when somebody applied what my spiritual dad taught me, it's completely different to the Western mentality or, or mind that gives you a lot of problems and. Perhaps that's why we are so messed up uh, era we are living now. So that's the, that's, the, that's the goal of this book, to show a different mindset to people who have never heard that there's another uh, mindset or another vision of the world. Because uh, we live immersed in a, in a, in a, in a, in a world of a relative truth. And sometimes we think that this world is uh, the world that it should be. But it's not so. You know, there's so many different influences, and uh, there's two different worlds. And, and I, I try, well, in this book, I try to show these different uh, mindset and how they can give you a completely, completely different result. One going to to be a very bad result, as we're seeing now in our society, and the other one can give you a very different different results. That's the aim, yeah, that's the goal of this, the mission of the book. Yeah, it's, I really enjoy your story in the book about how when you were 12 years old, you're with a friend and hiking in the mountains in the wintertime, you got lost and you are in great danger, and then you heard a voice or saw a light, and you were led to the home of the spiritual master, Don Joaquin, who became your spiritual father. That's really an amazing story, isn't it? How that happened. Yeah. But you know, it's, it was like uh, it was like uh, something very special. You know, I was in great danger. I was a reckless right. Boy Scout who loved mm -hmm. to to go to the mountains. Uh, you know, my life was not easy at that age, and, and I tried to to escape. 
for my 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 home perhaps and uh, you know all of a sudden I was in the middle of the, of the forest uh, at midnight caught in the middle of a storm in the Andes yeah. it was very dangerous you know and I was wakers uh, with another uh, partner who was with me another boy scout reckless as I was and uh, this failure uh, <laughs> you know I think that uh, God or the, you know, the higher forces or intelligences uh, put me there in that very, very uh, dangerous situation to be rescued by this man who was going to be my spiritual dad. It was not coincidence, but it was there, you know, exactly the place where he used to live. Uh, so in the book I, I told that, that, that anecdote that happened in my life, early in my life, that's why intuition led you to that point, you know, even though it put you in danger and he was there. It's really a miraculous type story, but maybe you're guided to go there by divine intuition where you then, of course, instructed by this person and he was teaching you knowledge, which goes back some 15,000, you mentioned, or you just mentioned maybe 25,000 years back to the Pacific, to the continent of Lemuria. Tell us more about that, the origins of that great knowledge from that sunken continent. Yeah. Up to the time, yeah. Yeah. Up to the time when I was rescued by this uh, my spiritual dad, I never knew anything about this uh, island, a uh, very huge island that was in fact a continent that uh, used to be uh, in front of the coast of uh, Peru and Chile, where I was living. And uh, this island uh, was called uh, Mu. I never knew about that. You know, my spiritual dad uh, began to tell me stories, very ancient stories, that he was um, in charge of uh, keeping for the future. And maybe I think uh, he saw I was so bold and maybe so courageous to be there that he uh, chose me to be uh, his successor in, in the keeper, or keeping uh, this code of life. Uh, but he told me about that island. I never knew about it before, not, uh, let alone my father, my physical father could have told, told me that because he was very materialistic, very, uh, you know, rounded, uh, very, very, uh, go, uh, to, you know, very, very materialistic man. So, uh, but later on, when I was a uh, teenager, I was searching and I found that uh, this anthropologist, George uh, Ward in the India, had found uh, some uh, clay tablets that spoke about this island. And even the Vedas and the tradition of the East uh, took from that same island where this cold camp for, to the end, came to the Andes, uh, to India and to Tibet and to China and many other places where you find these uh, mystical teachings. Uh, it's amazing that they uh, but had, I know. You mentioned the, yeah, it's amazing you mentioned they had the buildings up in Peru and Cusco and whatnot above 16,000 feet where they had buildings made of stones weighing hundreds of tons, which could have been put there by even modern-day technology in Western world. We could not do that. It's similar to the Great Pyramid of Giza where they have these massive, massive stones weighing 160,000 pounds or 80 tons, which we could not cut with lasers today and place where they were placed. Great pyramids. So again, we're talking about earlier technologies, earlier civilizations, or much more advanced techniques of moving these massive weights. How do you see that? Yeah, you know, 
Every time I used to be there in these uh, structures of the past, I only get amazed. Even though I know that these uh, people were uh, from a very advanced uh, ancient civilization, uh, you you get amazed anyway. Anytime I did, I'm there uh, to see how uh, retarded uh, we are that when incapable to to even think to move one of those stones to that height. So <clears throat> it's very amazing to be there. But the most amazing thing that these people uh, left uh, eight codes of life for the future, because those eight codes of life uh, uh, helped them, or maybe they were the, was the cause why they could develop such a civilization so much more advanced than ours, and uh, that they didn't only uh, you know advance in wisdom, but also they transformed themselves as. A, advanced people, and that's very, it's very good teaching for us, you know? Yeah, that is, that is fascinating because there's also some records from Asia written by Baird T. Spaulding, a whole series of books, and we talked about a long time ago, called The Life and Teachings of the Masters of the Far East, a six-volume set, still available, and really is a brilliant, brilliant set of volumes about very, very similar expeditions conducted by some Westerners into Asia where they met some of the masters who introduced them to these types of teachings. They also had the ancient stones and whatnot and cut and talked to other people where they described these, these issues and these powers of the mind and spirit, describing how, you know, our purpose here is to evolve the much higher state of consciousness. It really is a fascinating thing. And your spiritual dad, of course, introduced you to those eight codes. And, of course, the first one now is about infinite universal abundance. Tell us about that. How do you see that? Most folks don't see yeah. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, the thing is that uh, when you compare these two uh, different uh, cultures, uh, you understand that we live as Westerners in a, in a cultural bubble. I pref- he told me about the cultural bubble. Uh, it's a bubble where you take your ideas. You will live in a cultural bubble, which is our bubble. But they also have another cultural bubble, very different to us. And this bubble has all the ideas and the rules we follow to go through life. And when I, I, had, the, I had the chance to compare both bubbles, and so different, you know, our Western bubble uh, has principles. And these principles, uh, from these principles, derive uh, the rules and laws we have as a society. And also, from those rules and laws, derive our emotions and our behaviors. So that's, so that's why it's so important, you know, these principles and this bubble. And the principles that rule or that uh, are in our present bubble, or Western bubble, uh, speaks about uh, abandonment, scarcity, uh, defensiveness, uh, uh, obedience, uh, lack of power, and safety. In the only bubble, the, the, the ancient bubble of these masters of the past, of these great people of the past, talk about a multidimensional thinking, about abundance, about power within you, and that you are creator of your reality. These are two so different principles, you know, and from these principles derive all our emotions, all our laws, all our rules, 
<laughs> that give completely different results. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Go back to, yeah, exactly. The last couple thousand years and long before that, we've been enslaved by delusional systems of belief that, number one, the world is material. That's the ultimate reality. We evolved as animals up through the dust and the muck and the mire of that physicality. We will return to that. But there's nothing beyond this life. Many folks still believe that today. That we're just material beings. And the thoughts, for example, are subservient to the human brain. Now, we talked before about, of course, your work here in Indian Codes and also in quantum field psychology. We talk about that the mind is an energy field, multidimensional field, which transcends the physical brain. You know, we transcend these physical forms. And that reality, therefore, is much more pliable or much more flexible using universal substance. We can create our, our world, our dimensionality, our reality ourselves. We do it all the time whether we realize it or not. And most folks, of course, don't realize it. Please tell us more about that. Yes, actually. You know that uh, when you live in a limited bubble, as we do as Westerners, we are constrained to the limit of that bubble. You know, in the, I, I make, I, I'll give you an example. Uh, you remember that uh, movie, The Matrix, where Neo, the, yes. you know, the hero of the movie, is taught by Morpheus, uh, and he, asked, uh, he was asked to jump from one rooftop to the next. It was only the mind, but he could not uh, get to the other rooftop, because in his mind he had the uh, impossibility of, do the, of doing that. So this bubble constrains our uh, thoughts, constrains our possibilities, and constrains our uh, achievements. When you change exactly. your, uh, the ideas you take from the other bubble, uh, those things that seem impossible for us are completely possible for them. Because the restrictions are not, in reality, are in our minds. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you look at the, the four-minute mile. And some folks made a point that the four-minute mile for a long time was a standard that nobody could break in terms of running. And so everyone believed it was impossible, so no one did it. Finally, somebody did it, and then many people did it. Or climbing Mount Everest was also impossible until Sir Edmund Hillary did it, and then lots of folks have done it since then. In fact, it's become a real thing and much more commonplace to climb Mount Everest, even though it's a massive, massive mountain. So we place limitations upon ourselves and think that's solid reality, when in fact it's not solid. solid. It's highly pliable and highly flexible, and we create it with our thoughts, emotions, and behavior as we go along. As we shift what we think is possible, we become capable of doing what used to be the impossible. It's really an amazing thing. And you also mentioned in your book that we should never depend upon external authorities, therefore, to tell us what we can do and what we can't do. Please tell us about that. Yeah, because our bubble is a bubble where people are considered Completely, completely defenseless. Uh, so they, have, they are not able to help themselves, so they need an authority, external authority, which is completely irrational for the other bubble, for these ancient people. They put the power in you, and you have to construct your world because you have the power to do it, and give you completely different results. And they, that's why they could take those stones and put them back there. That something seems completely impossible for us. But it's not because we cannot do it. It's because we constrain our minds and our achievements to these limits. 
like the elephant, you know, the, the, the example of the mile was, was excellent, exactly what happened. But also the circus, circus elephant that is put tied to a stake, and when he grows up, he still is tied to that stake, even the stake is not there. So this eight code of life is like a new software that you can put in your mind, and you will have completely different results that you are having now as a Western with this limited, limited uh, bubble, cultural bubble we are living over right, 2,000 so years ago. Yeah. Exactly. So when we shift that focus to within, realize that the power is within us, it opens up doors to being able to access that power and bring that forth into the world. So, as you mentioned, Circus Elephant, he's tied to the stake. When he weighs a couple of tons, he still thinks that stake pulls him down to the ground. It doesn't. He's usually pulled up. And once there's a fire or some kind of emergency, he'll pull up and charge it. And from then on, but not respond to that stake holding him back. He realizes jump for him a quantum level and realizes, hey, no, I'm free of that. And we're the same way. Once we realize we're not constrained by the delusions of false beliefs of the past and break free of it, we're not going back to the old delusions. Once we break out of it, we're not going back to where we were. And that's what's happening now. The world is changing little by little and breaking free of the enslavement of various governmental forms or organizations to hold us back for their purposes and realize that we have great, vast potential within us. And the world now is finally waking up to that again. Okay. Okay, well, let me, let me just, just uh, we're going to go to a break here in a second, so let me just say that we're talking here today, folks, to uh, Dr. Rod Fuentes, an old friend of mine going back, I think, about 30 years. He had done some work together over the years on various projects. I met he and his wife at a metaphysical conference a long time ago, working on various uh, writing projects. He now has his own show on Healthy Life Net. He has his new book out called Spiritual Dad and Poor Dad, which is about the contrast of two fathers. And this parallel has often been made in various stories throughout history that were raised by different influences. One can be super positive and illuminating. One can be more constraining based upon the old world. So we're talking today. We're going to get back to some more fascinating concepts. He has a new book out about these eight codes of life, which are very, very powerful to understand and to realize. So folks here today, Dr. Ron Dalrymple and Mind Shock. We'll be back momentarily. We're going to break for our sponsors. So hang in with us. We'll be right back. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure, from outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks, lots of quality, and lots of specials. To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, 
and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. Remember, positive impacts, www.healthylife.net. Well, folks, welcome back. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We have a really fascinating guest, Dr. Rod Fuentes. He has a great new book out called Spiritual Dad and Poor Dad, a really fascinating exposition of the contrast of two different mind states and the results they have upon the world. Rod, how you doing? Welcome back. Oh, I'm here, waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, in terms of, I think you've been doing research on your own for a lot of years, hypnotherapy and so forth, and NLP with various groups. And what are some of the most common blockages that you've seen people have which false beliefs enslave them to that have various dimensions of delusion which must be broken out of? Please tell us about that. I think that uh, the first uh, problem or blockage people have is to, um, as my poor dad told me, you have to trust, to trust in, a, in an outer authority that will give you rules and will save you from life. That's not true. You know, the outer people who are there are as limited as, as we are. <laughs> they, it's like a blind, uh, guiding the blind. And, and suddenly, all the rules, the laws are made up by these people uh, who are so limited as we are. Because they have, uh, they are living as well in this uh, bubble, cultural bubble, who is limited, and whose main principle is, uh, you are uh, defenseless, you are have no power, so you have to obey. Otherwise, your life will be uh, a hell. But what, what if you analyze what happens when people follow these rules that they think is reality? Uh, we have now, for instance, that 40 and 50 percent of the marriages in the United States fail. We have only 33 percent of people in, the Amer in America uh, feel themselves happy. Uh, so many people with uh, health problems. So all these uh, rules we are living uh, depend on these rules we are sustaining our lives and these rules are limited and should be questioned and should be changed by another better better rules better um, you know um, better rules to live your life the eight codes of life offer these new rules which in fact are not rules because the principle of the bubble of this ancient culture doesn't say that you are defenseless it says that you are powerful, that you can create anything, so nobody in that bubble will tell you what to do, as it happens in the Western culture. They will well, tell you how to use your power, how to use your power. <laughs> it's very different. So the main block is, uh, I think, Ron, is that we are defenseless. We are uh, 
we are uh, we don't have power. We have to follow rules. That, that's the great problem. I would yeah, say. In this, this sure. rules, Right, right. Let me jump in here. Yeah, there's various texts going back to the ancient Siddhas in India who traveled around like some 12,000 years ago, which obtained the information either from Lemuria or, or Mu or other sources who were teaching those divine principles, which have been taught by the various avatars, which founded the great world religions. But then what happened was a number of people came along who took those principles and began to misuse them because they brought into the lower mind, the carnal mind, the ego mind, and misuse those principles yeah. to, or to enslave people and control them. So they built these various large organizations like governments and churches and militaries and later intelligence agencies and all sorts of organizations to control people for the benefit of a very small group of people, denying people their heritage, the power and the light that exists inside everybody and just waiting to be awakened and illuminated. And that's why these kinds of works are so important to make people realize, first off, there's something much more powerful there inside all of us. We must wake up to it to begin to call that forth and to command that forth, utilize that in our lives to not be controlled, not be enslaved, but to understand we are free beings. We don't need these overarching controlling governments and structures. How do you see that? Yes, I think that, well, if you, some people could misuse uh, their powers, but uh, the code, uh, one of the core codes is uh, the golden rule, that you, you should always use your power to the benefit of others. That is a completely different uh, viewpoint uh, that we have as Westerners, where my, my poor dad, as he tell in the book, told me to fight against others, to compete with others, to beat them <laughs> if I needed to. And that is completely uh, erroneous, it's wrong, you know. That's why uh, we are always thinking uh, with this Western mind, uh, Western culture, escape, uh, where we see that we have to compete. So this, this code changed completely the software you have in your mind and prevents that you could make any misuse of the powers. But also teach you how to be more effective in the world. Uh, because sometimes in the East, people uh, didn't follow that rule, and you know, they, they uh, neglected the material world. The code speaks about a complete, a balanced life. And, but in, in our culture, we always, uh, we have rules to make money, to marry, uh, to, um, to, be, to be healthy, and all these rules come from a failed, a, a, a failed uh, principle that is that you are powerless, you are defenseless. So anything that comes from this bubble comes with that flow. No, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. It really comes from tribal thinking, going back to tribal thought, where it's in-group, out-group type thinking, like it's us against them, like what your material dad taught you: defend yourself, protect yourself. Other people are your enemies, or at least potentially so. Must you on guard, yeah. ready to fight against them and beat them, compete against them. So it really goes back to that tribal thinking modality where people are basically your enemies, you trust nobody, and because of the lack of trust, you control people in your life, try to control them, because they're trying to control you. This now exists in so many organizations, if you're working for various hospitals, like a general hospital or a psychiatric hospital or whatever, if you work for the government or private foundations or whatever, you're going to find a lot of people who want to control you, 
get you to do what they want you to do, which will benefit them and their career advancement, and you are there for their benefit, not for the benefit necessarily of those you're supposed to serve. You'll see us through our governments, at the media, our control trips sold to the people. You really enslave us to the will, again, of a small group of people. How do you see that? Exactly. Now, what you say is, 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 is the core of the thing, you know, civilization. We live in a civilization that competes, that tries to beat and to, to win others. That is the opposite. It's diametrically different what I was taught by my spiritual dad. He told me, uh, every time you must um, care of others, you must uh, not compete with them, but help them. When you help them, they will help you. And we will, we will live in a, in a society full of harmony if we would live under this code. But you cannot take just one code and, and, and uh, still be immersed in the other bubble of the Westerners because it would be, it would be very, very strange, very abnormal, you know. That's why people uh, could not misuse the powers that are developed in this new bubble of uh, culture, or cultural bubble of the well, in fact, I, I, tell, I say a new, but it's very ancient. It's new for us. It's a novelty for us. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very ancient, you know. Never spoken yeah. before, but it's, it's very ancient. It's amazing what they accomplished in those pr prior civilizations, the things they could do, the massive feats of what were created, like again with the Great Pyramid, where it's aligned astronomically with the solar system and the universe. And in fact, we had hundreds or perhaps thousands of pyramids built around the equatorial aspects of the Earth, which the Earth shifted. We now have found pyramids in Antarctica, which are massive. One there is four times the size of the Pyramid of Giza, the kind of pyramid off the west coast of Mexico. And you can see this on Google Earth. Anybody can look it up. It's ten times the size, estimated, of, again, the Pyramid of Giza. So there's a massive, massive ring of these built around equatorial parts of the Earth. And I thought for a long time that had to do with, like, a way electric motor twists, like, or spins inside a electric field. Here we have these structures inside a geomagnetic field, and as they spin, it generates power, so we draw up the apex of the pyramids for free energy. Of course, Tesla energy and all ties into that. The point is, these ancient had vast, vast developments way beyond us today. Folks, we're today with Dr. Ross Fuentes and his fascinating new book, called Spiritual Dad and Poor Dad, showing the contrast of how training in early life creates your mental state and then what you create in your life and what you see as possible versus impossible. Folks, we're here today with Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We'll be back in a few moments. Hear from our sponsors. More from Dr. Ron Fuentes. Hang in there. Here's a fun, stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind, stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. Overcome your problems with the step-by-step -step guide. So get Eight Days to Creative Power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. 
A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Hello, folks. Welcome back. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Here we have Dr. Rod Fuentes, an old friend of mine who's written a great book called Spiritual Dad and Poor Dad, which shows a contrast of different mind states, how it impacts upon the world and your creativity and your success in life. Rod, how you doing? Welcome back. I'm here. And thanks, uh, Rod. It's very nice okay. to be talking with you. It's a very interesting topic and very important topic for everybody. Yes. Well, it's great to have you back on the show, Rod, as always. Now, what I'd like you to do in this segment is please tell our audience about your eight codes that you discovered that you were trained in by spiritual master Don Joaquin. Please tell us a, a brief summary of those eight codes. They're very yeah. powerful and important. Please go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, these eight codes um, mainly focus on the, on the idea that uh, we are multidimensional beings. And not only us, also all reality is multidimensional, four dimension, different dimensions, uh, living one uh, next to the other at the same time. Uh, the first quote says that there's an energy in all things that is the brink of existence of it, everything uh, that we see. Everything that we see and we don't see. The second quote says that everything that exists, we see, hear, and feel is materialized information Ideas materialize at different levels by a kind of gravitational decantation. The third code says that love is the magic key to life and the glue of the universe that unites everything. The fourth code says that the world of ideas can be manipulated and altered also from the dense matter from the most concrete level. The fifth call says that the com- complementary parity called Janantis is present in everything. Human thought can instantaneously polarize the energy of existence of things into a fluid energy that gives you everything that's good or into a stagnant energy that gives you what you don't want. The sixth code says that appreciation, which is kind of uh, the, rule, the golden rule for Christians, but it's, it's wider than the golden rule, it says that appreciation of life, of you, of everything, always generates fluid, healthy energies in the human being. And content, depreciation, and devaluation creates always stagnant, sick energies of scarcity and pain. The seventh code says that everything that exists has consciousness, and we can establish conscious relationship, misnamed, magical with them. And the eighth code says that the secret of materialization is only taught by word of mouth. 
These are the eight poetic synthesis or a condensed wisdom of the very past of these very advanced people who many think they were alien because you see there's a lot of movies and stories that were alien who were here in Chile and Peru. But no, maybe they were alien as well. But these people who condensed these codes were human as we are. Only that they were far more advanced than we are in technology, in, in, the, in the use of the mind, and in spirituality. They could condense this code, that every one of these codes could give a space or could give a, 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 a subject or could be the subject of a whole book, of a whole book. This, studying this code is a, is, a, is a mission of life, you know? Yes. But they explain exactly. everything that exists. Yeah, it's really, really fascinating. There's other sources that say there have been four prior civilizations upon Earth which were highly evolved, more so than we are, and they destroyed themselves by the misuse of these very powerful codes and ideas that they destroyed themselves from the ego. The various people, again, got a hold of these ideas, misused them, started wars, battles, whatever, misused the higher laws of spirituality and mind science or spiritual science, and then caused great devastation to be wreaked upon Earth, like the Great Flood and so forth, various earthquakes were induced by the power of mankind, because that power of consciousness really has a divine aspect, which is enormously creative and impactful upon the physical world. So the goal now is that the world wake up, the work you're doing, that we're doing, so many folks now are doing, to try to awaken the world to these higher concepts, these higher laws, to use them properly in a positive way to help recreate the world, to get past the tribal stage of things, which we're still in, if you know, those tribal conflicts, the potentiality of nuclear weapons out there and so forth, to recreate this world in a much higher state, a positive state, with the old conflicts behind us, and truly create this world of harmony, which we are fully capable of once you get past these delusions being fed to us. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I was thinking uh, your words, and I was thinking, you know, that uh, these these codes are so powerful. Uh, they were condensed. You know, I condensed this uh, code because these codes were never written before. Uh, they were passed from word of mouth. I I I, read, I wrote. Them. I'm the first uh, Westerner who uh, who wrote uh, these uh, codes, but I, I would say that. Uh, we cannot, we can't apply this code with a Western uh, mind, because if we apply with this with a Western mind, we could misuse this code, because the Western mind is uh, in root uh, in the idea of uh, domination, of uh, com competitiveness. Uh, we have to win, and these ancient people, when they uh, when they condense this code. They only only thought about the welfare of their uh, fellows, uh, citizens, the, 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 the other people. So you cannot uh, use a mixture, you know, between Western mind and, and code. Uh, and the core of this code is is the appreciation that you have. You must appreciate every one of your, uh, you know, other folks, other people. You, you must appreciate as if, as if they were you. So you want to help them, so they help you, because it's reciprocal, you know. They help you, and you help them, and we could live in harmony. And the other code, core code, is the first one that says that everything is energy, and that we can 
interact instantaneously with this energy with their thought. So can you imagine that if we apply our the information that's coming from our cultural bubble, the Western bubble, and we say that we are powerless, that we are condemned to scarcity and pain, we are creating these things because the codes are still working even if we don't know them. So many of the problems we are having are our own creation because we don't know that the codes are working. It's an interesting idea, isn't it? Yeah, there's no, there's no saying that whether you think positive or think negative, you're a success at life because you're creating exactly what you're thinking about and feeling and doing. So if you create yourself as success, you succeed at doing that. If you create yourself as a failure, you succeed at doing that because you made that happen. I see this all the time. You haven't been a psychologist yeah. for many, many decades. I know you're doing similar work with uh, hypnotherapy and NLP and so forth. You see how people program themselves for failure and what they dwell upon and think about, going back to childhood usually, where it starts, and also your peer influence, your experiences since then, you'll program themselves to believe in certain precepts and ideas and beliefs, which are often false, delusional, by the media, by the culture, and so forth, keeping them in that state. And it's so important to break beyond that. Folks, we're here today with Dr. Rod Fuente. This is a great new fascinating book called Spiritual Dad and Poor Dad. So, Rod, can you please tell our audience where they can find out more about you and your new book and your other work? Please go ahead. I can tell you that uh, I have a show in this same uh, radio, uh, HealthyLife.net, and uh, you can find me there every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, Pacific Time. So uh, there I give you, in, in, in that, also in the radio, I have a, a web page uh, of my archive of the, of the previous uh, shows. They can find all my information there, even my web page, my website, and everything in the same radio that you're listening now. Well, great. That's wonderful. And I know you've got some other books out. You've been writing books about eating code now for some time. You've been teaching NLP and so forth. I'm sure you'll let folks know through your website and whatnot and also be announced on your show on this network more about your upcoming uh, projects and so forth. And thank you very much for being here today. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's always enlightening and a lot of fun. Thanks for being here. Oh, my pleasure, Ron. It's my pleasure uh, to be with you today and for me that you have me uh, to share these teachings with everybody. And my Oh, my appreciation for the people who are listening to you and following you as well. well thank you for all, all that, and we will work on getting the endless question, our, our two-hour documentary, translated into Spanish or at least subtitled in Spanish. Thank you for bringing that up earlier. We're going to get that done. I'll make you a commitment right now. We're going to get that done, okay? <laughs> okay, Rod. Great, great talking to you. We have to jump off yeah, now. Yeah, And... Uh, Okay, well, I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, my friend. Take care and God bless. Yeah, we've been touched. We've been touched. Okay. Have a, good, uh, have a nice uh, time and we'll play by ears, okay? Okay, play by ears. All right, thanks. Bye bye now. Bye <laughs> now. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. 
throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love, and you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. Rock.com has the most coveted, licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on Rock.com now. Quantum Field Psychology 2nd Edition is an astounding book on the new theory of mind. It is the first unified field theory that incorporates the influence of the mind and emotion on physical reality, the universe, and even other minds. It actually integrates all modern psychology with quantum physics, mathematics, Western, and Eastern spiritual beliefs. It's the true bridge between science and spirituality. Get your copy of Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, by Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Amazon.com. Radio your way. HealthyLife.net. Welcome back. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We spoke to my old friend, Dr. Rod Fuentes, who's from South America. A fascinating guy. He was a dentist in his former life. And he got into NLP and lots of other training and so forth and writing books. He's been studying the Andean Code, which goes back to antiquity, going back to we first thought about 10, 12,000 years ago. Now it might well be 20, 25,000 years ago, going back to the ancient civilization of Lemuria or Mu, in the Pacific, which sank a long time ago, and which was a highly developed civilization, which saved these fascinating concepts, which he now calls the Eight Codes, and kept in, uh, in secret, high up in the Andes in Peru and Cusco, up above 16,000 feet. And it's really amazing what these people have done. They've built houses up there and structures with stones weighing many, many tons, which our modern-day technology could not do. So it's fascinating how they do it. In any case, since ancient antiquity, these various laws have been kept secret for good reason. There's other evidence that says that there have been, I mentioned on the show today, there were four prior civilizations on Earth which destroyed themselves through great floods, earthquakes, and whatnot, where the combined thought energy of an entire civilizations were so destructive that the Earth discombobulated, as it were, and the civilizations were destroyed. This is our fifth attempt at bringing a harmonious, organized, integrated planet the full functioning here upon Earth, where we get all people to work together. Now, Rod talked about in his book 
in Toledo, Spain in the Middle Ages. It's really fascinating. It's a community south of Madrid where you had an integration of Christian, Jewish, and Islamic people all lived together in harmony and who shared their culture, who shared their science or engineering, their mathematics and whatnot, their developments in terms of beliefs and so forth. They created a very beautiful, harmonious community. So the point is we all can live in harmony together. People can maintain their original beliefs and concepts. We all can learn to really get along with each other, create a harmonious planet. What's happened that since antiquity, because prior civilizations have destroyed themselves, these very powerful secrets have been kept secret in order to preserve them for a time when they could be released to the world. And that time is now. As mankind, humankind has advanced enough, it's time for these ideas to be given to the world to help reconstruct the world at a higher level using the power of the mind and spirit in a harmonious way to recreate the world so we all do get together, get along together in a peaceful, harmonious manner. So different sources have kept this information in different forms throughout the, the millennia. There are other sources which claim that the same kind of tablets you talked about were found in Asia, which have been kept since antiquity, which tell very, very similar stories about the fact that we are indeed spiritual beings inside these physical bodies. And our job is to evolve, kind of like an embryo, as it were, or we might think about the pupae evolving into the butterfly, we exist in a certain form, which is necessary to learn the fact that the mind is self-creative, that we are self-creative beings. We live by the self-fulfilling prophecy, but not with too much power because it's too destructive. We must evolve that higher state by learning the lessons ourselves so we become internalized. The point is we evolve that higher state to the butterfly, the more divine state where we can transcend the need for these physical bodies. This might sound like outrageous science fiction, folks, but on the other hand, science fact is often stranger than science fiction. So, for example, there are seven different Rosicrucian groups around the world and many others which claim to be, which may or may not be, but seven different approaches. I've studied virtually all the work of four of them. And Dr. Raj Fuentes also studied this type of work and the Indian Code parallels these same findings. I created quantum field psychology many years ago and put it in terms of math and physics. He told me some time ago that it parallels very closely his Andean code work. So by analyzing all the fields of psychology and looking at all the connect up, finding out the math and physics and the Eastern and Western philosophies, I realized that doing a polymath analysis showed that all these things fit together. In terms of math and physics, given a, a total field theory or a theory of everything, which uses consciousness, we must include consciousness to make sense of it, to link the whole universe together. The other approaches to theories of everything just don't do that. They have kind of a mishmash of ideas, no offense to them, to those theorists. There's many gaps in their ideas that don't include the concept of consciousness. In the case of Indian Koji's put together, there's a very, very powerful look at how you use these various forces of the mind. Now, you can't give away everything he just mentioned because you can only give so much in these forms. The final steps must be taught in terms of personal training, which also means a person must evolve to a certain point where they can handle the powerful information they're given. The point is the universe is filled with infinite abundance, or it's also called quantum stuff, and our thought energy interacts with that all the time. So what you're thinking or feeling is creating your world for you all the time, the good, bad, or indifferent. And most folks are creating negative stuff for themselves, not realizing they're doing it for themselves. Many of us are trained to think in a negative way like his poor dad taught him, and that's the point he's making. We're brainwashed to think in a certain way, which is self-defeating, and it's a very negative sequela in our lives. So we create a mental world, our own reality, a belief system that is often false. And then the conjoint energy of entire nations, entire cultures, working together in these massive, massive bubbles of energy with negative thought, 
have very negative, dire consequences, like the world's constantly at war, one nation fighting another, one religion fighting another, different races fighting each other, the genders fighting each other, all over misperceptions. The point is we all have the spiritual energy inside us. We're all spiritual beings. Let's put the fighting to wars behind us by different people, different worlds, different approaches to life and so forth, and just different variations. And our goal is to figure that out and then start living by combining all those forces together and living beyond it like they did at one time in Toledo, Spain. So we live in this dimension of self-creation following the self-fulfilling prophecy where we think that what we create is real when, in fact, it's often a reflection of our projections to the world around us. So the world's like a mirror that beams back to us what we're putting out there. So we've created that of false beliefs and experiences. We must recreate ourselves, how we see ourselves, as these powerfully creative beings who are really the masters of our own reality. We're in charge of it. We make it happen. We work together for other people and help them, lift them up, and they also help us. You mentioned in quantum field psychology, it's a recursive function theorem where you project that energy comes back to you. So we cover these concepts also in the film, The Endless Question, and Robert just asked me in between uh, segments to, you know, finally get around to putting that into Spanish or Spanish subtitles, which we're going to do, make it available to the Spanish world since there's many folks who want, want to see it. And it's a two-hour documentary about the power of mind, explaining how math and physics all tie together. We make it easy in the film. It's just an all modern day theories of psychology combined together in a new paradigm called quantum field psychology, which is based on a book I read back in 2004 up in the Italian Alps called Quantum Field Psych, which is a theory of everything, linking all together the modern-day theories of psychology, the topological mathematics and quantum physics, and Eastern and Western philosophies. We had a prior book called The Inner Manager, which is an earlier form of the theory, Quantum Field Psychology, put out in 1989, which is an approach to how to develop your mind, it's told in the form of a parable. We have other books out called Eight Days of Creative Power, based on university research that tap into your creative forces. Another book called I Love You, God, about how to tap into those powerful spiritual concepts to bring those more into your conscious mind. A new book coming out is called Mind Games People Play. It's important to understand in terms of the adversaries in life, how people try to sabotage and block us. We have to be aware of what games they're playing so we can transcend and get beyond that. Not to teach folks to play games, but to see them and to evolve beyond them. All these folks are, I'm sorry, all these concepts are working together, folks, to create a whole new world of ideas of science and philosophy to help integrate the world in a different way, a new way, as Rod was saying, to help bring integration and harmony to the world. We all want to work towards you know, all the nations of the world, all the approaches of science and philosophy and so forth, we're going to combine every, everybody's work and put it all together into a higher structure, explained by quantum Site, to show that there's a way we all can live in peace and harmony. All makes perfect sense scientifically and spiritually. So he talks about the eight codes of life, and they're very, very powerful. So please study those. Please get his works. Talk to other folks on his show who have other concepts about the codes and keys of life. They're very important to understand and get in touch with those. Folks, we have to transform, transform this world now while there's still time. So thanks for being here today, folks. We appreciate you. Appreciate having you here. We love all of you. Dr. Ron Dalrymple with Mind Shock. Please come back next week. Check us out for more information, fascinating guests, and please check out Dr. Rod Fuente's show as well and all the other shows in Healthy Life Network. A lot of great, great information being put out there by this fine network. Thanks a lot, folks. Over and out. Dr. Ron signing off. God bless.